Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's up? Welcome in to Best on the Board, presented by BetMGM. Michael Beller and Nando DeFino here with you. It is Wednesday, April 6th, as we are recording just one day away from Major League Baseball opening day, and that is what we are talking about here on this episode of Best on the Board. We're going to run through our favorite opening day bets as they stand right now. Nando, this is uh, the first episode of best on the board ever that's covering just you know day in day out major league baseball i'm pumped i it's exciting times we're here we did it we did it Yay! we made it we're pumped we're feeling good we're ready for this yeah a little bit of a drag uh, uh, opening day slate just because of the uh, the rainouts that have already happened that's why you build in those off days uh, early in the season so we don't actually lose those games and have to worry about them later in the year but uh, a couple of rainouts already in games that were supposed to be played Thursday but we still have a nice slate ahead of us Thursday Friday kicking off opening weekend across Major League Baseball. So as I said, as Nando and I are recording this, it is uh, late Wednesday morning where I am actually just about to be Wednesday afternoon where Nando is in the Eastern time zone. So the games that are available to us right now, Brewers, Cubs, Guardians, Royals, Pirates, Cardinals, Reds, Braves, Astros, Angels, Padres, and Diamondbacks. Those are the games that have lines posted on BetMGM as we are recording this episode. So let's dig right in, Nando. Um, what what are you looking at? What what's the the first bet that catches your eye for opening day? Uh, well, nothing really jumped out at me, and I guess like I just finished reading a, a story by Zach Buchanan about Brent Strom, the mm-hmm. Diamondbacks' new pitching coach. Um, so that like really the Diamondbacks kind of jumped out at me a little bit. Um, let me uh, let me interject really quick. Diamondbacks are plus one thirty uh, at home against the Padres. Padres are minus one sixty. This is you, Darvish, and Madison Bumgarner. This is the thing. So everything you've read about Madison Bumgarner is that he's had this great spring. You know, his velocity's up. He's still crafty, 32-year-old. Um, and it seems like you Darvish, and I like you Darvish. And I think we talked about him at yesterday's show, or uh, mm-hmm. I guess whenever you're listening to this, when that show that we did was. <laughs> um, it, like, I still believe in you Darvish, but I just think that Arizona's a better team than people give him credit for. And the Padres are like, almost like Mets West after their collapse last year to me. Like, it's just like, I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I just I think the Diamondbacks are going to come out energized, like with this "they're all against us" kind of feeling, and uh, and win their first game. Now I do I do only want to limit this to like the first five bets, but I guess since they're not up yet, like and we're just talking about straight mm-hmm. up, I'll, I'll go ahead and do I'll go ahead and do just like straight up Diamondbacks to win. Take that full plus uh, one thirty on the full game here. I am you know I am not like out by any stretch of the imagination on the D backs. You, me, and DVR did a win totals episode. A couple of weeks ago. If you're interested in making some win totals bets and you're listening to this on Wednesday, go back and listen to that win totals episode. You can find it right here in this feed. And DVR made you know a case for the Diamondbacks to not be this hopeless team. I want to say their win total was like 65 and a half when he was saying he would take the over. I'm sure it's still right around there. And, and I, I'm on board. I don't think this is some hopeless 
100 loss Diamondbacks team. I don't think it's a good team. I think it's probably a 90 loss team. Uh, but I don't think they're a hopeless team. I just, I think, I think this Padres team bounces back in a big way this year, Nando. I think that the pitching can't possibly fall apart the way that it did last year. I think you see a better Yu Darvish this season, a better Blake Snell this season. Musgrove broke through. Love the Sean Manaya trade for them, considering some of the uncertainty they have in the rotation. I think we're looking at Mackenzie Gore eventually being in the mix here. Like I, I just I, I like a lot about this team and I do think that we see a bounce back happen here. And I think it starts right away on opening day. I just I, I like Darvish to come out, have a strong start, get this team started on the right foot. We know it's not going to be the offense uh, at full strength with uh, Fernando Tatis missing the first few months of the season. Uh, but I like the way that they're going to uh, that I expect them to be able to attack Madison Bumgarner. It's interesting uh, you know, with this team Bellard. because you have so many lefties in the top of the lineup. And so maybe that's something that hurts them a little bit, but uh, but I think they can attack Bumgarner. Yeah, what's up? I was just going to say, like, the, the Padres didn't have a cleanup hitter a month ago, like, three weeks ago. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, this is this is a team that, you know, sp- spent a ton of money, went out and made some splashes. A.J. Preller likes, you know, makes trades, brings guys in. Mm-hmm. Um, but they didn't have their cleanup hitter until they made that trade with the Yankees for Luke Voigt, mm-hmm. who wasn't even going to crack the Yankees' starting lineup. Yeah. You know what I mean? This is a weirdly constructed lineup, and I, I don't know if they have that gel yet. I mean, they didn't want Eric. They tried. They basically traded Eric Hosmer until I think the Mets said no. That can't mm-hmm. be good for the for the clubhouse. Uh, you know, who knows what Will Myers can can do? I, it's just such a weird. It's just a weird team, man. I don't know. I agree with you on that. Um, I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna sit here and say that that's not the case. I do. I, I do think this is a playoff team eventually. I think they're. I think they find their way and sneak into one of those last wild card spots. I think that there's. I still think there's. I, I'm. I'm still buying the Padres, and it's got a lot to do with what I believe they're going to be able to do pitching-wise. It's going to be really interesting to see how they piece together the back part of that bullpen. There's a lot of good pitchers back there. I've always been a Denelson Lamette fan. I've always been an Emilio Pagan fan. We're still not exactly sure how they're going to put that all together, but I think ultimately it's going to work out for them. Like that's Give me the arms, and I'll figure out the the mix exactly well, this is why This is why I like got the, the arms. Oh, sorry. This is why I like the first five, because uh, yeah. I just read, like, Greg Jewett just praised... Um, Robert Suarez, yeah, and, I, and someone else wrote about him this week too, like like all over him. And then Pierce Johnson, someone in one of the comment sections brought him up. And if you look at his numbers, you know, in Japan and since he came back from Japan, he's been mm-hmm. nasty. Like that's yeah, they've got that's a bullpen. They've that got a lot of interesting arms in the back half of that bullpen. Yeah, that's a good and bullpen. So I, I think they're going to figure it out there, but you know, obviously, like I don't know, I, like I. I Basically, what I'm buying, like the minus 160 price on Darvish, does not feel prohibitive to me. And when I look at you, Darvish against this uh, against the Diamondbacks lineup, it's one that I think that uh, he can have his way with, at least to the extent that the Padres that the Padres uh, ultimately win this game. So that's that's uh, that's one of my plays for the for uh, opening day. Padres minus 160, Diamondbacks plus 130 is one of your plays, I suppose. I mean, we know you want the first five, but plus 130, you're happy to live with that. I'll do. I mean, you know, in spirit, I know where I'm at. But for the purposes of this show, since there's nothing out there yet anywhere, yes. I would love to see some of these things get out there a little bit earlier. But, hey, this is what we're dealing with here. Um, I'm going to take us to Reds and Braves as the next game. The Reds in Atlanta, plus 175. Braves, the home team, minus 225. Tyler Molly taking the bump for the Reds. Max Freed gets the ball for the defending champs on opening day. I think plus 175 is not a bad price on the Reds, and that's really what the play is here. Um, 
obviously we're going to, you know, it's going to be an emotional night in Atlanta. There's going to be a, uh, a banner raising, a pennant raising, and, and then they're going to go out and play a baseball game. And obviously, you know, I'm not going to try and say that the, the Reds are the more talented team. The Reds are basically already waving the white flag on the 2022 season. But I think Tyler Molly uh, can, can uh, be someone who keeps this Braves lineup in check. So I, I think basically... I don't think you're going to get a ton of plus 175 opportunities with Tyler Molly on the mound this season. And so I'm going to take this chance that I have right now. I just think, I, like, I don't know how they're going to, I mean, I know how they're going to score runs and they're going to have some good nights, but I think they're going to have some bad nights too. And, oh, uh, sure. Lots of them. Yeah. I don't know, man. Like, I, I don't know if it's because, like, you know, we put some Brave stuff out there and, like, some of it wasn't great. And Braves fans just went nuts and made, like, point after point after point about how they're. <laughs> Well, you know, because it, it speaks to the lines a little bit. Like, you know, the, people are underrating the Braves and they're, they're not giving the Braves, you know, the credit they deserve. And granted, they had like one of the, I think, the worst record going into the playoffs last year and just had a run. But, uh, you know, I, I don't know. Maybe I got soft on that. I just, I don't know. I'm not a Tyler Molly guy like you are. Um, and I just think that, Bra- that Braves lineup, man, they could, they can hit up and down. Oh, they can hit. Yeah. Even without Ronald Acuna. Yeah. They're, they're going to hit. There's no question about that. They're absolutely going to be a team. Uh, I would love to know what the, the over under on what the over under on this one would be. Uh, it's going to be like we'll have to wait, right? Yeah. You think? I would think it'd be like yeah, eight and a half, maybe that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. I just I I, I think I, I'd like I, I just don't I don't think we're going to get a ton of plus one seventy five nights on Tyler Molly. That's basically what I'm going. That's with. fair. That's a fair assessment. I mean, you could everything I just said about the Braves, you could probably also say about Tyler Molly. Yeah, I think that's true. I think that's definitely true. And this, yeah, it's a big season for him, uh, too. And so it's a it's a fun test for him right off the bat to go up against a defending World Series champion that is basically the exact same team they were when they won the World Series. I know Ronald Acuna on opening day, but no Ronald Acuna in the playoffs either. And then you're swapping out Freddie Freeman for Matt Olson, which you know, if if all things being equal, I think most of us would rather have Freddie Freeman for the 2022 season alone. But it's not like we're talking about falling off a cliff to get down to Matt Olson. So it's right. basically that World Series team that Tyler Molly is going to be facing on opening day. Right, and as long as Derek Johnson's, I, I think he's like he's pitching coach slash director of pitching now. Um, he changes those guys into strikeout machines too. Mm-hmm. So I mean, you're going to see a lot of strikeouts, and that's that could be a vulnerability. Yeah. Uh, let's talk. Let's talk uh, Astros and Angels. Uh, one of the fun games on opening day. One of the fun opening weekend series. I think uh, a lot of us hoping. Like, it's, it's so like it, it's funny, right? We talk about football, and it's like you know a 16, 17 game season. Uh, like that first game is you know not only is it the excitement about week one and yada yada yada, but it's you know it's one seventeenth of the season. It's a significant portion of the season. This is opening weekend of baseball. It's like you know we get super excited for it, and then it's like if this exact same series happened in June, it's like would we even bat an eye at it? <laughs> Who knows? But that's what we're looking at. Astros, Angels, Fran Valdez getting the ball for Houston, Shohei Otani making the start for the Angels. Angels are minus 130 favorites at home. Astros plus 105 in this matchup. What do you like here, Nando? Love the Angels. I'm, I'm like, I grew to love the Angels as we did these shows more and more, and now I'm just like totally all in. I just keep every day before the season starts, I'm putting like another 20 bucks on the Angels to win it all. <laughs> um, look, the, the Otani rule is in effect now, so you mm-hmm. get his bat late in the innings. Um, he's just, man, he's just... I don't know if people underrate him as a pitcher and just see it kind of like he's a hitter with a gimmick who pitches, but his pitching line is elite. And I mean, I know like in fantasy circles, he's only going to throw like, you know, maybe you think he's going to throw 130 innings. 
But, you know, in those 130 innings, this is going to be, you know, seven of them, six of them, whatever. Right. He's going to strike out a ton of people. He's going to keep base runners off. I mean, look, it's, they're the favorite. And people are expecting the Astros to be they're, they're World Series favorites, like top three World Series favorites. And the Angels are expected to win this game. So it's the power of Otani right there getting the start. It, I mean, yeah, and look, it might be like people want to bet on Otani. Like that, and there's always that element. This isn't just like a straight who's going to win thing. You know, there, there's real life and pop culture worked into these numbers. But uh, man, I like I, I thought I was going to get away with them not being the favorites. Looking at this a while, and they they are. So such is life. But it's definitely Angels, man, underrated. They, I I can't believe they have such good odds still to win the World Series. It's a team that, you know, we've been waiting to see breakthrough for a few years now. Um, you know, just different collections of Angels teams have always had the talent, and they haven't quite been able to live up to that in terms of their win-loss record. You would think, though, that, like, eventually, <laughs> you've got two guys in your team, like Shohei Otani and Mike Trout. It's got to eventually come through for you, and we know that that is not just what this team is. Uh, Anthony Rendon, all all reports saying he is totally healthy and ready to go for this season. You know, Jared Walsh could hit 30 home runs. Brandon Marsh, an interesting player. Joe Adele, uh, another guy who could hit 30 home runs. Like this should be a very competitive team this season, and so I, I, I'm with you on this. This is a this is a bet that I um yeah I didn't like I didn't bold, but I definitely gave it a little bit of a circle because uh, minus 130. This is another one that like. You know, I understand why it's minus 130. Astros still a very good team. Uh, but you might not see a whole lot of minus 130 attached to Angels' Shohei Otani starts this season. And the Astros, you know, for for as, as good as this team is, it's still a team that, you know, is is in maybe a feeling out period at the start of the season. They lose George Springer last year. They lose Carlos Correa this season. Those have been linchpins of this competitive era of Astros baseball. Um, it's just, it's maybe, maybe going to be a little bit of a different look for this Astros team that requires a little bit of a feeling out period at the start of the season. So I like the angels in this spot as well. It's just, I, I can't, I mean, like every time I look at this Houston lineup, I'm like, man, they're good. And then you get to seven, eight, nine. And you're like, oh, they do have some holes. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like Framber Valdez, I, I think it's really Framber Valdez. Maybe if it was like Otani going against Verlander, this would be even, mm-hmm. but I think the, the Framber Valdez thing is, is what's throwing people. And me especially, yeah. uh, you know, I can't. I'm not there. Not there. I think you're. I think you're definitely right about that. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week. You can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now let's talk Brewers and Cubs, which I believe will be the first game. Yes, indeed, the first game of the Major League Baseball season to get underway. Brewers and Cubs in Chicago. NL Cy Young defending champ Corbin Burns takes the bump for the Brewers. Kyle Hendricks takes the mound for the Cubs. This line may be a little shorter than some people are ex- would be expecting with all the narratives surrounding these two teams coming into the season. Brewers minus 160, Cubs plus 130. It's a stay away for me, but I think you've got to play on it. What do you got? Well, I thought this would have been like Cubs plus 180. Like it might even hit yeah, the that's 200s. What I'm like, like, yeah. yeah, exactly. Like I don't, I don't understand what's going on here. Maybe it's the power. I mean, Corbin Burns is one of the most underrated pitchers in the major leagues, and I, it's crazy saying that because he won the Cy Young Award, but... 
he doesn't have that flash. You know what I mean? Like, he, and it's crazy. He strikes a ton of people out, has very low ratios. But I think the fact that he was a reliever and he just kind of came up, and then 2020 was so short, and that was like his breakthrough year, and people weren't really paying attention or considering it a small sample. And then last year, he just, I mean, he did it. You know what I mean? Like, he became elite. Um, and I still don't think he's getting his due. But, uh, and like, I think this line kind of shows it, too. Like, Corbin Burns is going to mow down the Cubs and maybe do, like, eight innings, one hit, ten strikeouts on, like, 80 pitches. Um, I just find it very strange that they're not giving him the credit he deserves here in this line. Like, we're talking about yeah, lines that, attached to pitchers. Like, what's going on? Right. Yeah, This is it's a surprising line to me as well, especially since you've seen – a little bit of a of a you know a slight downturn in Kyle Hendricks, uh, you know, still a guy who can really keep hitters off balance for sure, and, and still like you know I would give him the edge over this Milwaukee lineup. Sort of need the most Milwaukee lineup to prove it to me before I believe in them. It's also going to be a great day to pitch in Chicago tomorrow. I'm sitting about uh, three and a half miles or so from Wrigley Field. It is going to be low 40s, overcast, no rain, thankfully, but just not the sort of day that you wake up and are like, all right, I am ready to take some ABs. Let's do it. Let's get out there. So it's going to be a good day to pitch in Chicago for sure tomorrow. And I mean, Corbin Burns doesn't necessarily need that. I would say that a pitcher plus day maybe helps the Cubs a little bit in this spot. Uh, but yeah, it's like, I don't know. I like, I would love to talk about a game where I would love to see what the total is because you're talking about one of the best pitchers in the majors, arguably the very best pitcher in the majors going up against a lineup that, you know, is feeling a little bit overmatched against a, a lineup that has a lot to prove in Milwaukee on a great day to pitch in Chicago. Like this could be a low scoring. This could be like a two to one, two to nothing sort of game between these two teams. It ha- Dude, it has to be like, it's, I mean, it's gotta be like a 6.5 when this comes out because, Mm-hmm. Why else would it be so close? Like they've got to be thinking Hendricks is going to be dominant. You know, back Hendricks like 2019 form. Um, I don't know, man. Form he's top three in the Cy Young voting. That's yeah. I guess you're right. That's yeah. I don't know. I it's just I can't I believe that so long ago. Can you believe how old we are these days? Oh my gosh, it's crazy, Nando. <laughs> I don't. I, but I, I don't like. I don't. I don't like either side of this game. The minus one sixty price. It's Corbin Burns. I don't think it's like it's certainly not prohibitive. I'm not paying it. But when this when this when the total comes out on this game, if it is if we, if we're looking at like six and a half um, or, or higher, which I'd be stunned if we you know I mean that's what it is. I, I think the under is going to be a, a nice thing to look at in this game. I would par. I know like you were not supposed to say this as gambling experts. Like I would parlay this game. <laughs> It's opening day. There, you're just going to be sitting there, maybe having some mm-hmm. drinks, you know, uh, ignoring work slacks. And just, you know, put this together with the Diamondbacks and a, and a third one. Maybe the Royals. Maybe something on the plus side and and see where hey, it goes. You know? let, let's, let's actually talk about that game because that's, that's a fun pitching matchup in Guardians and Royals. And, you know, we're not, I don't think we're going to get to say that very often. But Guardians and Royals, the first game of the Cleveland Guardians era in Cleveland. And Shane Bieber on the mound. They are minus 120 favorites in Kansas City against Zach Grinke. Just... That feels right. Talk about right. Now that we're talking about like uh, how crazy it is, how time has passed, but Zach Grinke's back in, in Kansas City. Albert Pujols is back in Atlanta. It's like we're throwing it back to 2006. It's, I mean, Zach Grinke taking the opening day ball is, is <laughs> yeah. amazing. What a story. All right, where's Carlos Beltran when you need him in Kansas City? <laughs> in exile right now. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Um, uh, Guardians and Royals. Guardians minus 120, Royals plus 100. Is there anything about this game that you like? It's actually Zach Grinke. I think there's going to be, you know, some motions. And when we talk about emotions and Zach Grinke, like he's, you know, he wears them on his sleeve, man. I think this is just going to be him being back home, 
feeling it. And you know, I actually like the Guardians. I like I I kind of like their lineup. I like their team more yeah. than the, the average bearer. But you I were just over think, what like seventy six and a half wins, something like that. Yeah, yeah. I think they I think they have put together a lineup. You know what I mean? Like it's not just a, you know a collection of players, kind of like the Padres right now. Um, but I just think, man, like, you know, Bobby Witt's first game, you know, they they put that confidence in saying we're not going to play this service time game, whatever that is anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that lineup. I like Benintendi. Um, you know, Mondesi can do some damage on the base pass, and I think he's underrated for power. I, I just look at this up and down, and I'm like, man, this is a team like Zach Greinke could just lead this team of little bulldogs to an opening day win. That's where I I'm love at. the, I love the, uh, I love the storyline for sure, of uh, of uh, Grinky back in Kansas City. But the thing I'm going to be watching most closely in this game is is obviously I think uh, goes without saying is Shane Bieber, and just what sort of Shane Bieber uh, are we going to see this season? Um, you know, is he is he a true ace once again, or is he a, a de facto ace because he's the best pitcher on his team? That's going to be really interesting. Like, I'm, th- th- like there's. There's, I think you're, I think you're onto something. With there's more to like about this Cleveland team than is uh, being built up right now, because like Bieber, Plesac, Quantrill, Savali, Tristan McKenzie, like that could be a decent rotation. Back if, into if that Bieber's, bullpen. If Bieber's back to Bieber and you get a step forward out of Tristan McKenzie, I think you pretty much know what you're getting out of Plesac, Quantrill, and Savali. Like that's not a that could be a pretty good rotation. Yeah, the the back into the bullpen led by Emmanuel Classe, that's real nice. Um, you know, Straw, Rosario, Jose Ramirez, Fran Mill, Reyes. Like, that's not a bad top four. Jose Ramirez signing the contract extension, so nothing to worry about there, nothing hanging over their head with Jose and, you know, trade deadline stuff, anything like that. Like, he is there. He's locked up. So, like, uh, there's 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 a little more to like about this Cleveland team, I think, than currently meets the eye. And so, if I were going to go anyway in this game, it would, it would be on Cleveland. It would be back in Shane Bieber on the road in Kansas City. I think um, yeah, this is going to be a fun game to watch. This is a, an under-the-radar opening day game, I think. Yes, it is. This is, uh, you know, this is almost, in a weird way, my hedge. Like, I, I love Cleveland so much during the season, and my problem is I love all these AL Central teams. Like, I really yeah, love... It is your problem. Yeah, everyone but, like, the Twins. Uh, but but this, is the, this opening day game bet is just my hedge against the Cleveland season going well, I guess. It's it's a fun game. It's like, you know, obviously like like as far as as far as an individual game on opening day grabbing the headlines, it's going to be Astros and Angels just because of those teams and Shohei Otani getting the start, but Guardians Royals, a game that sort of slips beneath the radar, but I think could uh, could give us a lot of fun on opening day and so so much to talk about there, so much to talk about across the league and we're going to be doing it all season long on best on the boards. Thank you for joining us for this opening day extravaganza. Uh, the bets again. Uh, I'm I'm on the Reds. I'm on the Reds. Plus 175 in Atlanta. And then I am also on the Padres. Minus 160 in Arizona. Nando, you're on those Diamondbacks on the other side of that at plus 130. You like the Brewers. Minus 160 in Chicago. The Royals a little bit of a hedge. Plus 100 against Cleveland. And the Angels, minus 130, the game of the day at home against Houston. It's going to be fun, man. I-, I can't wait to do this with you basically as often as we can. I'm going to parlay this whole thing right now. Yeah, plus 1,200. That's not bad. Not bad at all. Yeah. Well, let's do 10 see what happens. Give me a little something. Yeah, there we go. That's, a, that's enjoy enjoyable uh, Thursday afternoon. And an enjoyable opening, <laughs> an enjoyable opening day sweat. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. There you go. So uh, that's what we're looking at for opening day. Thanks so much for joining us on this episode of Best on the Board. For Nando, I am Michael Beller. Good luck. Happy betting. We'll talk to you soon. Let's baseball. <laughs>